Put that on your resume. Put that on your resume. (laughs) Uh, Welcome, thespians, far and near. Here you hear. It's dreading the boards. I just, I'm imagining Jen Ponton with like a little, a little jaunty cap and a very long trumpet with a, with a flag with the flag with an Ideal. Ideal. We'll go as that for Halloween next year. Yeah. Just, Wait, which one of us is the trumpet? We, <laughs> it's not that kind of party. <laughs> That's Lillian Bustle. That's me. You're listening to Dreading the Boards, a Dreading the boards. podcast about crazy things that happen in the entertainment industry. Oh my lord, we've been getting so many amazing stories from people from all walks. Yes, so such good stuff. It's so exciting. And I'll let you introduce our guest today. And today we have with us someone very near and dear to me, actress, director, screenwriter, producer, Tessa Slovis. Woo, woo, woo. Woo, woo, woo. Tessa is a fantastic filmmaker. I had the great honor of starring in her multi-award-winning, ridiculous festival run uh, film, Pizza Party. She has been, uh, Pizza Party was featured in 25 international and academy qualifying film festivals, literally over 2020. We were supposed to go on the circuit. Yeah, haven't been to any of them. Uh, (laughs) So dumb. Um, Garnering her several jury mentions and awards. It is a beautiful film. I know I am biased, but it is so, so beautiful. She currently freelances as a bi-coastal hyphenated artist as an actress, writer, producer, and director. You can catch her in the South by Southwest jury prize winning film Shithouse, as well as on stage in Los Angeles and New York. What, what? Welcome, Tessa. Welcome, Tessa. Thank you, guys. So, so excited to have you. I have, I just feel so much joy uh, and, and I, that, you know, that doesn't happen all the time at yay. 1 p.m. on a Monday. Oh. On, on a video call. At least for me. Yeah, We're here On for a it. video call. I feel great. Oh, hooray. So I have to tell you, like, um, uh, thespians, when we, when we get interviews, we put a little area where you can write down your stories and it's not actually technically meant for you to write your stories. It's just meant, no, 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 no. It's not bad that you did it all. Everybody do it. Everybody does it, but it's really, it's meant to be a little, uh, a little catalyst for you to think about all of these things and you can absolutely write them and everybody has. So you're not like the one that you did not misunderstand at all. It's just not a necessity. And I, when I tell you that Lillian and I have not laughed as hard oh. at any of them oh, as are, we have. These are plum choice How much time? How much time do you have? I mean, this Google Meet ends in an hour, so come at us, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have a lot of them. You do? I feel I do. I, and you know what? It also is just part of the... When I was asked this, when you guys put this on the on the invite, you know, the uh, when we were asked questions about these these stories, I was thinking, I was like, I can't think of anything, and then I was like, oh, this, oh, this, <laughs> shit, <laughs> and and I realized that part of it is just like because I was like such a theater kid 
And so I put myself in a lot of very precarious, like everything good and bad that happened to me between the ages of like nine and 25 were in, in a theater. I feel this very In hard. a theater context. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. So like, and I just tend to be embarrassing and, and I tend to like, that the, it follows me. So I just, I have so many funny, I, I don't, which one, which what, which one should we address first? Which one made you laugh the most? Oh, I think the Spring Awakening Farting one. on FTR. Okay. We've, we have a split, we've a split the room. Two? Farting on FDR but, or Spring Awakening. Let's start, um, let's start with preteen Let's start sex, with Annie. Stuff. Let's start with Annie. farts. Great. <laughs> we always leave with the farts. Yeah, I farted on FDR. So I did. I did. And I had such a crush on him. Oh, no. Oh, no. Was it plosive but not smelly? Or was it silent but deadly? No, it was loud. So I, this is, this, this whole, like, the whole surrender. So I went to public school in New Jersey, where Woo-woo. you guys are currently. Correct. Yeah, I went to public school in New Jersey, and they had this, um, they have these arts magnet schools in our public school system, which was really cool. And uh, we had these, like, really um, high-quality elementary school plays like they had like drop sets and purchased costumes because this you know new jersey and i'm montclair the town i grew up in is very much an artist community so like they really put a lot of money into these arts programs mm-hmm. in our town which is is very different than most mm-hmm. I, was, I was very lucky it's very sure. different than a, a lot of uh communities right you know tossing money into athletics and other other you know modicums of oh yes whatever pure, you know extra pure phillipsburg absolutely <laughs> yeah 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 but but in montclair it was it was there's a huge arts focus so we had these like insane i mean i was performing in a like a 700 seat theater in the third grade <laughs> amazing wow so i it, this was in our this was like in school so it, um in the fourth grade, you're allowed to audition for the big musical. So fourth and fifth graders are allowed to be in these the big musical. And it was like very faux pas for a fourth grader to get a part. And I auditioned in the fourth grade. I probably sang Broadway Baby because that was my signature song between the ages of like eight and 16 and like full like <laughs> full <laughs> talent very, show regalia. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I was like, or Stairway to Paradise. I'll build a stairway to paradise. What's I'm that not from? kidding. I was. What is that from? It's it's a jazz like. Oh, it's a good Oh, is it? I was. <laughs> yeah, or Ladies a Tramp. <clears throat> I was singing Ladies a Tramp at ten years old. I was I was that kid. Like I was wearing my layman's sweatshirt to school. Yes. My teacher in the third grade goes like, "Who's your idol?" And I was like, "Natalie Wood." <laughs> she was. She's like, are you oh sure? <laughs> so like, many feelings in your little artist heart. In my little heart. And I was like, it's Natalie Wood. And I was like five feet tall and nine and like just <laughs> everything was happening I, and braces. I don't want to interrupt Can you, relate? you but I, I sang in high school, I sang I Don't Know How to Love Him from Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> and it seemed like a totally cromulent pick. And my... <laughs> My teacher, who was an asshole for other reasons, but he was like, I don't think you really know this, what this song means. And I, as a total virginist virgin, 
Like I basically had it on my forehead and I was like, but I love Jesus. I'm ready for the Lord. No. So that's amazing. But like, I didn't, what did you have? I was, I was always cast older. I didn't play ingenues. Why? I was an alto who didn't play ingenues. I was going to ask that. Look, what the fuck am I supposed to sing? Anyway, Mm -hmm. please continue. No, and that's so true. I mean, and that goes into many of these stories. Well, they didn't know what to do with Catherine Hahn for very long either. Yes. Amazing. I know. Listeners, Tessa is the spinning image of a young Catherine Hahn. (laughs) (laughs) And she lives in my neighborhood, and sometimes I see her, because I'm in L.A., and sometimes I see her walking her dog, and I really want to go up to her and be like, I would really love to play your niece. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm like I'm I'm like a couple degrees of separation through a couple of people to Catherine Hahn, and I promise you, when I meet her, I will cry. Aww. I'm obsessed with her. Uh, I love her. I just think she's the shit. She's so um, great. She's so good. Um, and she's so smart. And anyway, um, I guess <laughs> it's, a, it's another hour of my life talking about Catherine Hahn. Um, uh. <laughs> Oh, okay. Again. So yeah. I was I I was an alto, very much an alto, like raspy voice, sounded like a chain sure. smoker, like <laughs> tall this for was your pre age. Getting, tall for my age. This was pre getting tonsils out. Like I had <gasps> I had a palate expander. Like I was cute. <laughs> I loved Care Bears. I wore sugar shoes, the platform sugar. I shoes. wore a sugar shirt, and <laughs> I've never heard the end. <laughs> no, the sugar shoes, so cute, so cute. Um, listen to ska music yep. very early on in my day. Like we, like just every wore ties his belts. Like everything yes. was screaming. Like you're gonna be an awesome adult, but like yes. right now, absolutely, <laughs> it's really hard. And that's so young for that, because like at this exact juncture in in your life, I was like a freshman sophomore in high school, so I was like, oh, places to be weird. But when you're that young. Definitely not. <laughs> Nowhere to be weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, so as a fourth grader, I got cast. We were doing a production of Annie with a bunch of kids the same age. So imagine yeah. like fourth and fifth graders both playing the orphans oh, and it. the adults. I love <laughs> it. Of course. In this big production of Annie. And uh, we, I was cast as Miss Hannigan in the fourth grade. And they actually double cast us because they didn't want there to be an issue with the parents mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they were like, you know, do we so there was another girl that was cast as Miss Hannigan and... I I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna speak unkindly, but there were a lot of um, conversations around the parents saying you have to see Tessa's Miss Hannigan. Like you just have to go. Like you have to see hers. You know? Oh so did we get you gotta go. Brantley showed up in my Ben Brantley came. (laughs) He came. No. So so this is and I have I'll send you guys a photo of this after. I so it's very realistic. What they had me wear, ten years old. I would start the show, they roll me out on a platform on a, with a desk, my feet up on the desk, <laughs> a flask in my hand, I'm 10, <laughs> they, they, they put a kimono robe wow. on me, pull my hair up like crazy, and then put makeup all down my face. And they had me come in, 
in like furry heels. <gasps> and the PTA <laughs> was like, do you like, so the problem was oh not God. that I was like had a flask and I, they put tea in it. I like right. they were like, this is a commitment. Oh my God. And the PTA was really nervous because they said that I seemed too drunk. Oh my god! As a as a ten year old, Ayatsi did too good a job. Ayatsi and I. I mean, I'm not kidding. This like, if you would, this was like like regional theater on like crap. Yeah. Like, oh it was my really god! Funny. I'm obsessed. Like we did the choreography. I mean, we did everything. Um, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I did a great rendition of Little Girls mm-hmm. as a little girl. Of course. Um, but so so this is where the funny part comes in, is that I had a huge crush on the guy who played FDR. Mm-hmm. like And the guy who played Daddy Warbucks. Okay. He was, the guy who played Daddy Warbucks was like a popular kid that happened to do musical theater. Rare. And like... I know, I know, and like, and and I have seen in the social media ether, like all of his friends, like you know, the big joke is that he did theater in elementary school, oh, and I was right. like, yeah, some joke, huh? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. hilarious! Oh my um, god, that's great. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he was very popular, and then the guy that played FDR was also very popular. He has since become like. Uh, actually like very accomplished pop singer which is kind of crazy i know and i had a huge crush on him does and it rhyme with fun connection no what does that mean I one wish. direction oh <laughs> i wish aren't they british oh i don't know i'm, I'm far too <laughs> if old. only they were from the jonas brothers are from new jersey oh yeah but it right. wasn't it wasn't nick jonas although nick jonas did go to my musical theater camp which is where the other stories <laughs> oh my god yes I know, I know. Everyone freaking loves Nick Jonas. So cute, so cute. I'm like, uh, anyway. Um, Which one is I, handsome? I, I, I don't know. No, that Joe is the hot one. Joe's like the kind of, but Nick is like the young, like he's the middle child. Nick is the baby married to Priyanka Chopra. Uh, crazy. I I know. <laughs> And it's really cute if you watch photos of their wedding. It's like he literally looks like a teenage boy. Like, oh and she's God. walking down the aisle and he's like, how did I get that? Like his uh, eyes are like, how? And she's like stunning. She's and, ridiculous. Oh, she's, she's not from planet Earth. She's not from planet Earth. She's, <laughs> she's beautiful. Um, so I, I um, it might have been, so my, my AIM name at the time because this was the, the, the peak AIM, was Dixie Cup 6. Because at lunch one day, you know those little Dixie Cup ice creams yeah, with the Jack chocolate and, and all these? Yeah, I had six of them. And <laughs> and th- so it might have been that same day. And then my brother, when I got home, he was like, you want to make a screen name? And I was like, okay. He's like, what do you want it to be? And I was like, Dixie Cup 6, and my password's going to be sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Not really cute. Great. Um, oh god. Anyway, oh my heart. I feel like you have so many other stories that have nothing to do with theater, but I we're feel gonna like be having you on all the fucks as well. Yeah. You see. Oh great. <laughs> okay. um, I I I I'm ready. Um, but I so I had a huge crush on FDR, and it was this kid that they put in a wheelchair. <laughs> they put a fifth grader in a wheelchair, gave him the gray hair, the glasses, the long the cigarette suit, holder, long cigarette. Here I am, like. <laughs> and we had to do this scene, right, where he, where I'm, I'm in my demise moment at the end of the play, and they're like taking Annie, and they're like, "Get out of here, Miss Hannigan," and I, my staging was to run 
and he's like standing with his walker, you know, and he's he's kind of stands up. They wheel him out. He stands up and he's like, "This is my big moment. I'm FDR," and I'm supposed to run over to him, sit on his feet, and wrap my body around him, like so that he's like trying to hold, but facing his face. Yeah, like well, no, no, he's standing I'm, up, like, right? In his He's standing. Oh. I'm in his crotch. Like, my oh, face is God here. Almighty. And he's standing. And I'm like this. And he's supposed to, like, try to run away. And then, like, the police grab me and take me away. Um, and then that's the end of Miss Hannigan. And in this rendition of <laughs> at Hillside Middle School. Or elementary school. And uh, so during our dress rehearsal, might have been a day where I had six Dixie Cups, I'm thinking. Because, <laughs> you know, those do the trick. Um, this guy that I had a huge crush on, huge crush on, I start my run and I run over to him and I'm running and running and I'm in it. And you know, those farts that like, you're just like, I, I don't know where that came yeah, from. Yeah. I, I have no control Sneaks over up this. and it's like, like, hey. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you, it's like, it sometimes comes with a giggle yeah. and you're like, oh, oh <laughs> yeah. what happened? So I run over to him and I sit on his feet. No. No. And it's like, <laughs> like, I'm, I, it was the loudest, most, like, it was a fart. It was, and I farted on FDR's feet. And he definitely felt it. The vibration alone. It was a It was, and I, oh my God, I was mortified. And of course, it's elementary school. So everybody thinks it's hilarious. Oh. <laughs> it's like 40 kids and they're laughing. Everybody. No, it's not like an adult. Like one of the things I value about being an adult is like if you accidentally fart, people ignore it. Yes, right. Because we all know that level of mortification. Yeah. It's like, mm. yeah. Like you're in the bathroom and you accidentally toot. And it's like most people just be like, excuse me. Or like they'll ignore it. But when you're 10, <gasps> everybody it's, it's hears it. It's the main event. Yeah. Oh my. And when God. you're a girl, it's like, uh oh. Like, <laughs> yeah. even worse, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, have fun uh, digging your own grave. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I farted on FDR, and it was. <laughs> It was, I, you know what? It, I remember it enough to be the subject of this conversation. Yeah. You know, it was like traumatizing enough to me then. So uh, traumatizing yes. that I'm almost even surprised that you remember it at all. Mm. Oh, <laughs> that God. you wouldn't have like built a full on emotional mental yeah, like a, brick wall. God, I mean, the only that. thing in your benefit, and this wouldn't have been to your benefit with him, but it would have to the whole audience, would have been that they thought maybe it was choreographed because a 10-year-old kid is like, oh, Cheetos, ooh, a fart's supposed to happen. That's crazy. She farted on the president. Like, <laughs> But I guess, I mean, you know, they, they didn't know me to break character. And I'm pretty sure I didn't. I'm pretty sure I was like, mm, I'm committed to this. But afterwards, afterwards, I just, Lost it. I was oh, like, "Oh, honey, I was so embarrassed." Oh I God! Know. I wonder if like the the popular guy, you know, would with remember his child and his you know <laughs> home is like wondering, telling the story. Whatever somewhere. happened to her? Yeah, whatever happened to her? Oh God! 
<laughs> you know, we've always been told the platitudes about th- this is really truly dreading the fucks or fucking the boards. Fucking the boards. <laughs> but um, everybody like tries to reassure you when they're an adult and you're a kid. Like, oh, no, no, nobody's going to remember this. You're the only one paying attention. Mm. No. Not always. <laughs> those, those are adults who were never uh, harassed about one theme for five years of their lives. Oh, God. Oh my god. Yeah, it's a uh, that was a that was a very uh Yeah, it was a very a very pivotal moment in my life. And I didn't quit acting after that, which is just good, you know. <laughs> so good. In fact, you continued to go on to musical theater camp with the Jogos, yeah. but also a lot of crazy yeah. shit happened at camp. Oh my god, musical theater camp was So have you guys had the like the I'm sure you have the experience of like in a drama program or in like an acting class as a teen it just becomes this like insanely self-indulgent like this opportunity for like everyone to hook up or like it just it it becomes like such a thing i mean we like it's you know it. we didn't really like get to do yeah. it i That's, saw it happening around but yes me. right yeah. right we we were privy <laughs> to it and like holy shit is this just a bacchanal <laughs> like what did we walk into <laughs> um yeah i i feel like i was also not privy to it because i was still in my fully in my uh you know ska face um <laughs> when you're a teen I feel like so here's the thing I feel like it's like acting training uh and I went to graduate school and studied acting too and I I will say like one of the things I've learned from my now I mean I started working as a kid so like 20 plus years of being in classes and you know being involved in this industry is that there are some folks who use it as a way or or training can often be incredibly self-indulgent it can often be there's a very fine line between like you know when we're telling stories as and and inhabiting lives and experiences and telling the truth is i you know i believe telling the truth of ourselves through a, a, a you know through our vessel but through the the words of someone else um it it's in, it can be uh incredibly intense and also like i think sometimes people wield it in ways that like aren't always supportive to the actual work, hence high school <laughs> drama tra- Any basically any high school drama teacher. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so I went to musical theater summer camp, which was wild. And I, um, this was like a very intense audition-based musical theater summer camp. And they had this big show and this big stage where they you know all their main stage shows are and at the end of the summer and all of the older kids the high school kids are the ones that have like all these solos and and kind of like a showcase opportunity and then there's you know seven eight nine year olds who do these like you know sing nine to five as a group and they're like working nine to five it's really cute um and you take dance and you take scene study classes and you take music classes, music theory. I mean, you're doing, you're doing it all. It's, it was pretty insane. And and I actually auditioned more than once and didn't get it my first time because they were like, what do we do with the 15 year old singing Broadway baby? We don't know. Um, and, and it was like, I think 
that was the time, and I don't know if you guys feel this way about high school in particular, but that was the time where I really became self-aware of the fact that there was going to be, I was going to be someone that couldn't be placed Mm -hmm. and that there was a lot of language around, we can't place you. You don't fit. You know, by this time I'm a five foot nine, 15 year old. I have this raspy low voice, true alto, you know, they, and there's not enough interest in the musical theater canon from these people that are educators to find music for, I mean, now contemporary musical theater has such a wide breadth of stuff for, for women who have sing in lower registers and, and like 1930s, 1920s. But there, you know, there was a lot of like, well, we'll just adjust something for you because you don't, you know, you can't hit it or there's something wrong with your voice. Like I was always asked, do you have vocal notes? Do you have, yeah. And it was always like something's wrong with you. Never did. And like, it, it was just like, you know, it must be that there's this thing with you, you know, matronly, like we're, it was always, you're the matronly character. Cause I looked like this as a teenager. <laughs> like I, I truly like look, I look like I, like I'm 30. I look like this when I was 15 and that's like, what are they going to do? Like they're like, they don't know what to do. So I was always the mom, always the, the, the prostitute. Uh-huh. Always like that, right? Like that kind of thing. So like, that's, that's what you are and that's what you'll be. And, and really, I think that's why I love Catherine Hahn so much because she has made it available, um, to me to have somebody, I mean, especially in Los Angeles where there's no imagination, like, you know, people say, oh, Catherine Hahn, well, she's done really well. And they're, you know, instead of the, like, you'll never work until you're in your forties and fifties, which was what I got at musical theater camp at the age of 16. Mm -hmm. It was the first time someone said, you're not going to work until you're in your forties. Yes. Yes. That was such a terrible refrain. And of course we got it because we're fat women as well. But like, Mm -hmm. yeah, for anybody to have to hear that. Yeah. If I could go back and like tell myself literally anything about anything, I would just be like, mm-hmm. you're going to have to create your own shit mm-hmm. and it, and yeah. it will be fine and you'll be fine. Yeah. And you'll find other people who will support you in creating your own shit as opposed to just being like, oh, too bad. <laughs> and the value of that, I really believe, I mean, that's a whole other thing, but like the, how valuable that ends up being, yeah. you know, how important when you create your own stuff and, and I it works out. to do that until late into my thirties, really. Like yeah. I always felt I had, like, I was like, well, I don't know how to do it. I didn't know that nobody knows how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody oh, just no. does it. <laughs> oh no. Nobody. I know. I know. I trust me. I was like, did, do we, is there not like a class on that? Like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> like arena. I can talk about the fact that this is really hard and expensive and complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but if you have Jen Ponton, you know, starring in the thing that you're creating, it's like, <laughs> you're like, easy peasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can do anything. Script. Oh, I can't wait to in fact, yeah. you and I both, um, Tessa and I both came, came to writing in such an empowered way from our friend and collaborator, Jean, who played my husband and who mm-hmm. was a producer on Pizza Party and who was mm-hmm. teaching at USC. He was my teacher. teacher. Yeah, he was my Were teacher. Were you USC or UCLA? USC, I went to my MFA there. Um, and uh, yeah, he was my teacher. And, and he, we, we were doing a filmmaking for actors class. And he was like, and I had written this script. And he was like, yeah, we're just going to make this because 
we're not going to shoot this on our iPhones. <laughs> like mm-hmm. we're just, we're going to do it. And actually that was, that was such a huge, having somebody just like very directly say, no, no, no. Like this is what you're going to do because you're good enough for this. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like a, like, oh my God, you're amazing. It wasn't that. It was just like, you're going to do it because this is right. And this is what you should be doing. And I'm letting you know as a teacher, as a, as a friend, as a colleague. It's so cute. But yeah, anyway, I, so this musical theater camp, <laughs> crazy. So we, there was one summer, my first summer there where the theme was because Spring Awakening had just come out mm. on Broadway and Spring Awakening, if we're going to think of like anything that is like the touchstone of like teen sexuality and indulgence for right did you guys have this moment where you were like oh my god like i definitely had some intimate moments alone with that soundtrack me feel like like i am 14 always always even though it didn't come out until i was out of college like i was already an adult i had had my awakening it was a train wreck like (laughs) um i i had been sprung (laughs) You were sprung. I was sprung. But you were sprung. watching that show, and I had to watch it a lot. Um, I've seen it many times. Every single time, I'm like, oh, my God, the feelings. And then I'm like, why are you having these feelings? Like, you're a grown-ass woman. You go to bed at 9 p.m. Like, I know. But, yes. And if I had seen it when I was younger, my whole being just would have exploded into a million yeah. little stars. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I was sixteen. Oh my or 15. god! Yeah, yeah. It stirs it stirs up the adolescent in adults. Let alone if you're already oh, yeah. there and you're shaking. It's like we all have our junk, and we all have our junk. You shake up, and Coke you're and very virginal, and you're oh, just like, oh my god, yes. And then Jake Epstein from Degrassi was in the tour, <laughs> and I loved Degrassi, and I was like dead that he was in the like guys this is one I, that was my teen like Degrassi and Spring Awakening oh and no Scott Scott and Les Mis sweatshirts um so, so uh so they did this theme like every year so one year it was Spring Awakening and then one year it was West Side Story in this acting class <laughs> and both were traumatizing mm, um yeah of course so Spring Awakening and these, like, when I tell you that, like, half of the kids that were in my class there are touring on Broadway, I mean, these guys were, like, musical, theater, little tiny, like, I mean, these kids were incredible. Mm-hmm. So many of them were amazing. And, like, just facile voices and, like, just insane. All of Matilda, um, all of Billy Elliot. <laughs> yeah, like, like basically and and they were and i mean it 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 was why i mean some of them went on to be in spring sure which was crazy um uh and they all like we all went to the audition together when they were like recasting the broadway cast and like everyone waited and we're like we're gonna all be in it we're all gonna get cast because we're <laughs> really tough and granted like i was like i got in with like the cool musical theater kids because i was funny and they were like, she's not, she doesn't really have like the high C's, but she's funny and she can't really dance, but she's funny. Um, so we did, we did this spring awakening stuff where basically our acting teacher would put on touch me. <laughs> turn the lights out. And we would lay on the floor. We were instructed to lay down on the floor. 
as a group of 20 teenagers, he would turn up the lights and then he would be like, move. Move! No. I am so surprised there were no babies made in that black box classroom oh, i mean right. lawsuits. yeah <laughs> yeah babies i mean i'm i mean I'm, and and i will say like i this would never fly no. now mm. you know this would never be and this is probably something that like reflecting on it i i'm sure there's a lot to unpack there and how ridiculously inappropriate oh, it was yeah and he was in the room so he would just sit there oh. and and there, I mean, but the thing was, it was like, then this is like the, the traumatizing thing was like all the really pretty kind of traditionally beautiful, sure. cute girls, right? We're like getting all this attention from like the narcissistic straight musical theater boys of which there were like no. two, <laughs> you know, but those, you know, those musical theater guys who like, you're like, oh my God, I wish that you didn't do this because this has just given you the biggest yeah, ego absolutely. because you're a guy. Right, you were going to be popular anyway. And yeah. now... Yeah. <laughs> and now all the pretty musical theater girls want uh-huh. you and you just make out with all of them and don't tell them and mm-hmm. it's weird right. and I'm in love with you but I'll never say it because yes. I you'll, you don't want me. Right, right. right. Like, I love you too. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I don't want to. <laughs> um, so they, they... They would be basically just like a pile of humans and i remember laying there in the corner of the room being like (laughs) you can't see me right now but i'm basically just like wacky inflatable arm (laughs) arm waving (laughs) swimming wiggling (laughs) wiggling my arms like on the floor (laughs) alone in a corner because i was like i this is way too much for me and also like I was I was so scared yes. to go in there because I was like I really want it like right. I'm really horny you know like yes I'm you've never 15. wanted anything more in your life and nothing has ever been but more I terrifying. was too scared well but yeah also, because I was like this oh, I don't know <laughs> but because also yeah because also <laughs> this equivalent that's what for we us did would have been like Rocky. Because they would let oh. teenagers put on productions of Rocky, right. uh, Rocky Horror. Oh. So that's like where everybody got yeah. to let off their steam. But my God, turn off the lights and just say no. move. Yeah. We did that. We did a ninth grade production of Cats and that got pretty wild. I friggin' bet. Wow. Oh that's my God. That's a lot of spandex. <laughs> A lot of spandex. Oh man, <clears throat> yeah. On like fifteen-year-olds mm-hmm. who all you know hate themselves. We're all like, oh god, ah! oh god. That was its own thing. And then the other story in this was that when the same acting teacher during the West Side Story year, we did the same thing while listening to Somewhere. So he'd be like, "Turn out the lights, move," and we'd be like. Like, you know, people be like, there's a new one out of living. Yeah. Like, touching each other's faces and like, I love you. And like God, kissing very so gently. <laughs> and I would be like. <laughs> 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 like, like, 
my eyes. Doing the hand jive. I would have been and right there with you, girl. Jesus. I know. We would have been just like sitting in the corner, like wiggling. Um, can we but just this, do trust this teacher also? Instead? I hate that less. Yeah. Was, oh, we did those, but he would like put us on blocks and stuff. Like those were like trust falls parkour. Like we would like, we would be on like 10 foot high risers and be like trust fall I don't think he still is allowed to teach Um, but we we would do this thing where he would have us in a lineup he put and this was actually and and I I, I'm glad like this is a good uh, it it, I think that this is really important and and this is something that um you know, it was a story when you guys brought this up. I, I started thinking about it. I was like, I want to figure out a way to write about this or talk about this because it was really um, both penetratingly awkward and uncomfortable, but also very subtle. So you put us in a lineup, the women, and he put us in a line and he just looked at us and went during the year we were doing West Side Story, we, had, we were going to do the scene work um, from West Side Story. And he would go, Maria, Anita, Maria, Anita. And of course, all of the women who were curvier, bigger, tall, not white, right? Like, all, like right. basically, all of the women who he didn't think looked like ingenues, who he didn't think of were being a character woman. Mm. Yeah, it was like you're Anita, you're Maria, you're Anita, and granted, like I'm Latina. And there were like no other Latinas in this class. And I was like, now I'm thinking like, why the fuck were we doing Maria Anita scene work from West Side Story as a bunch of white Jewish kids in New Uh Jersey? (laughs) But it was like, you know, it was so like everyone, it it, it was one of those moments where it was like, all I wanted was Mm -hmm. to be the Maria, right? And I and I couldn't sing that stuff, but I wanted to be seen as this. And it was just like you, Anita. Yeah, you know? And I I just I I think about that now and how like at such a young age, how that just sets you up to see yourself, especially when it's like so clear that the association is a phys- is physical difference, mm-hmm. right? It's yep. like yep. you automatically get pinned as like, oh, this is – and the first thing that goes to a teenager's head is, oh, it's because I'm not pretty. Right. Oh, it's because I'm different. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's because I'm not thin or because I'm not traditionally in this mm-hmm. frame, right, of, of ingenue, of perfect, you know – pretty voluptuous young woman sexualized woman and it was this kind of like mary magdalene like madonna and the whore thing it's like you know virgin mary mary magdalene virgin mary mary magdalene and i um and it's crazy it's ridiculous um Mm -hmm. and so that's like a a bummer and in the same camp (laughs) because now and then and then i'm done i promise because in the same camp same thing happened where we were doing musical theater songs about love and everybody sang duets. <laughs> and there was an uneven number of people. No! No! And no. they had Tessa Slovis. At the end, everyone's doing these, be- you know, like, I love him. Or like, you know. Fucking da-da. lovely and, they, and shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so. And I mean, like, bald, bald gowns and dancing. They had me <laughs> run. 
I'm running up a flight of stairs. Everybody's paired off. And I'm standing center stage at the top of the stairs. And you hear da na 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 na. And then you hear me go, What does he look like? No, no, no. I wish I knew. And I'm like, What does he look like? And they have me doing this. Like this, and I can't hit those notes because I'm 16 and haven't learned how to sing oh, well yet. No. Oh, and at the end, when everyone's having this like we love each other moment, they have me come back with a butterfly net, <laughs> trying to find a man. No. Oh my god. No, so rude. <laughs> it was like actually kind of cute. Uh, like I now was like, yeah, you go, girl. But like. I, like, this is, this, like, all of that compounded on oh, each other. Oh, absolutely. And when you're already seeping in all of the bo- mes- messages, both overt and subvert, from society, already telling mm-hmm. you you're tall, you're gangly, you're funny, you're too weird, you farted on FDR. Like, <laughs> we heard about that fart. And now, just belt <laughs> and chase men with a butterfly net. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. Start on a start on a C, sixteen year old, and just run out on that stage and open your mouth. I was telling Jen, I used to sing that song for auditions all the time. Um, listeners, it's from Bells Are Ringing, and uh, I did. I Jen was like, "That's not, that sounds really good on your voice," and I was like, "Now, I was screaming like I didn't know how to support. I didn't know how to sing yeah. properly, and I would yeah. go, I would go into audition." after audition after audition and like one time the one time someone visibly cringed i was like uh oh cuz you're trying to get it from your yeah. chest yeah what? Uh, yeah yeah. Woo. yeah yeah that was and and i actually did a cabaret at 54 below a couple of years back that i wrote with one of my dear friends Hannah Klepfer and we took it was called swipe right swipe left and we took musical theater traditional musical theater songs it was my first thing that i did for myself, you know, and it was about uh, online dating, and we didn't change a single word of the songs, but it, we did, um, you know, it was all like based on online dating stories, and I sang "Perfect Relationship." Yes, uh, and it was great. Of course, yeah, that's perfect. Of you know? course, that's so good. But it was me swiping instead of me, mm-hmm. like it was me with agency, being like, "Huh, is he six foot seven or three foot two? Uh-huh. You know, like. Like, it was this empowering I moment. I got to that. reclaim the song to be about me making a choice. Full circle. Um, yeah. 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 Oh, so good. Hey. So good. Oh, Jesus. On, on that good. note. Oh, God. I need more time. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's for all the fucks, because honestly, I think that. Yes, it would be perfect. Yeah, we, we would love to book you for the other pod as well. I have so many fucks. <laughs> oh, join the club. She's a little pie. Yes. Oh. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm fishy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. A little fishy. Um, Tessa, so let's plug you a little bit and talk about, um, talk about who you have become as a filmmaker and like what's so how that beautiful open devastated heart as a child has um has just infused your just a, just a little quick yeah. of like here's who I am as a filmmaker yeah I mean since since graduate school I really discovered I mean I you know I, I went to an MFA acting program which was an incredible opportunity and uh, learned that that 
who I am is is beautiful and special and and I am you know a, a vessel for anything I want and and that was a really uh beautiful thing and and I became although you know being a woman in Los Angeles was starring challenge it has its has its challenges um I have started to delve into being a maker so I um have fallen in love with directing and that is the career path at least for now that I've been really actively pursuing um so I just wrapped my second film I just made another movie and it's in post-production right now and it um it's called Oh Wada that I co-wrote with a dear friend of mine from graduate school, Bacola Ogunmola, and it is about um, white female complicity. Uh, yeah, during a moment of racial reckoning, and it, it really is a, a, a story about white women and uh, some our inability to act in moments of uh, necessity. Yes. Um, and uh, it's very different than Pizza Party, but also very similar sure. in, in a lot of ways, you know? Um, so that's what I'm doing now. And, um, I'm, I'm really pushing on the road of, of also, I mean, all of that, all of those moments in my life, I feel like have really led me to want to facilitate opportunities for people that were pointed to and called the Anitas, you yes. know, and like right right stuff for particularly for women who you know feel like we live on the margins or or live on um the intersection of culture or identity right or whatever whatever it is like i i'm really interested in in making those stories happen both as a as a person on this planet as a writer as a filmmaker as a director but also um to be able to make opportunities for people that have felt like they've been on the margins because there's so many talented people who need to be seen. Right. And that's so important to me. I think it's become a mission of mine to like, I want, I want to be able to help that process for people. I want to be a, a source of, um, uh, elevation in some other yeah I mean as much as I can I, I you know I'm still I'm doing it with you you know we're colleagues I'm still kind of there um in the trenches but I, I you know I want to be able to to um share those voices and, and those experiences and, and and different types of people yes. because everyone deserves to be seen if that's what they you know choose and and seen in in their beauty and power and um, so that's that's the that's the life thing that I'm doing. I love that, and I love yeah. you. Yeah, um, I love you. Oh, you're marvelous. So Owada is going to be doing a festival circuit probably in 2023. Uh, any yeah. plans for Pizza Party to be visible to the public? Yeah, we're in talks with that now. We just, you know, it was a it was tough because like I think I've been to two in person festivals, and we've been in 25 now because they just haven't been in person and COVID has really thrown a, thrown a big old wrench into it. Um, but we've been really lucky to, to be circulating around the country and, um, we're hoping to be able to do some sort of online, uh, release of it. I have had some conversations with some folks that are interested in sharing the film on, uh, in, in that way. Um, but, uh, yeah, so so hopefully that will be coming in early 2022. Um, for now, uh, you can always reach out to me or find information about the projects that I'm working on or Pizza Party. Uh, our Instagram is Pizza Party Short Film, and I'm Tessa Slovis, and, uh, you know, 
That's where we are. Beautiful. Uh, Thespians, I'm going to make sure we have Tessa's information in clickable in the show notes. Until next time, the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us. Wonderful, brilliant. What a pleasure. Um, Till next time, I'm Jen Grande. I'm Lillian Bustle. And we hope you break all your legs. <laughs>